This RBO bitches. Bonjour. What's poppin'? This is Glory. And I'm Janae. And this is the Rich Vibes and Overdrive Podcast. Okay? Yo, 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 yo. I'm a single, I'm a single, I'm a single ho. Hey. Well, I'm not really a ho, but you know it. I mean, it rhymes. That's it. (laughs) There's no judgment. Do what you have to do. Um, I was just trying to rhyme. Where did that song come from? It came from your heart? I feel like I'm finally conditioning myself or coming to terms or adapting to my new single life. Wow. We're here with you, Janae. We're here with you. And I have updates for you. So, yeah, you know, there's still no justice for Beyonce Taylor. Um, the WNBA, they start, they dedicated their season to her. They started their season off with 26 seconds of silence. Um, but there's still no justice for her, and that's still problematic, and it's very annoying. Black women are mistreated. They're not really taken care of, and it, it tries into this whole thing that's happening with Megan. Like, people aren't really standing in solidarity with what happened with her. And it just goes to show how people just don't really respect or love Black women, and it's disgusting. I think what's really gross is, like, the people that just thinks that it's funny. Like somebody shooting you in the foot is not funny, especially if it's somebody that you're supposed to be dating. Like that's gross. And that's domestic violence at its finest. Like, come on now. And I even saw somebody comparing it to like Chris Brown. They're like, oh, so Chris Brown beating up Rihanna is not as bad as Tory Lanez, like shooting Megan Thee Stallion. What? I'm like, are you literally comparing are domestic violence right now? I'm like, that's not funny. I don't think, like, when it first happened, like, my initial reaction was not to think of, like, none of, nothing of that was a joke. Like, she could have died. Like, this could have been really life-threatening. And everybody's, like, making jokes and all this shit. And it's just like, what about that was funny, right? And then now she did, like, a live a few days ago. It was kind of emotional for her because she talked about how she's 25. You know, when you're 25, it's still very a vulnerable time in your life. You're still, like, developing and still finding yourself. You know, she doesn't have both of her parents. She recently lost her mom and she's still coping with that loss. And that's not a loss. I don't feel like anybody just gets over ever. You know, that's something you have to live with. That's her, but that was her best friend. And I just feel like she's in a really vulnerable place. And like when you're vulnerable and you have celebrity and status and money, sometimes you can kind of like be around people that you, you think they're your friends, but they're really not. And I feel like it's just hard for her to come to that realization that one, her life was in jeopardy. And two, the people that she fucking with are not really, they're not really about her. And that's kind of just hard to cope with. I don't like it. Yeah, but she was speaking facts, though. Like, you know, she was basically like, I was not protecting anybody. I needed to take time to myself. Like, motherfuckers don't just get shot in the foot and go on an Instagram story five minutes later. Like, that is a serious issue. And it's like, it's sad that she even had to say that. Like, you know, and then she goes on to say, like, that's the problem with y'all. Like, y'all want to just automatically put your whole life on social media like it's a fucking diary and it's not like i needed time to myself i'm not just because i didn't say anything does not mean i'm trying to protect somebody like i'm protecting myself like i felt like she was protecting herself and her own mental health and whatever she needed to do to heal from the situation so like people just really need to chill but celebrities are not entitled to share every aspect of their lives with i feel like people just sometimes they don't have boundaries and like even though celebrities are on a platform like you got to give people really real time to grieve and to process what the fuck happened. Like you don't just get shot and be like, all right, I'm going to go on live. Like that is just, people are just weird. And it's so entitled. There is a petition addressed yeah. to the department of Homeland Security. Yeah. To have Tory Lanez <laughs> deported. 
<laughs> they try to get rid of this nigga like he Osama. Nah, that's one thing. Look, the, the yeah. whole situation, another thing is funny, but when I saw that, I was like, yo, not only is he a terrorist, but I do agree. He has to go. He put a black woman in danger. Goodbye. We don't do that here. You don't, I don't know where you're from, but we don't do that here. Go back to Canada. We have to protect our black women right. all day, every day. Like, if you ever see something happening to a black woman, don't think, like, I don't know that person. You need to be like, oh, that could be my sister, my friend, my mother, whoever, my auntie. And just stick up for them. Drea, you know, I like, I don't mind Drea when she doesn't speak. But she started, she got, like, on a radio show and she was just, you know, making fun of the situation. And she was like, I like that kind of attention. I hope my man shoots me in the foot when I'm trying to get out the car. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. I don't know. I just think we feel like people be out of line. They just be out. She walked. Yeah. I mean, she definitely got blasted for that one because it's like, and it it just goes, that is so toxic. You know, like, why does violence turn you on? I do not want my man to shoot me in the foot. Right. That bitch is out of control. But yeah, what else is happening in the world? I think. Well, black women are getting recognized slowly but surely. Insecure finally got nominated for an Emmy. Shout out to Issa Rae. Issa Rae on the team. And Yvonne Orji, uh, supporting comedic actress. I just want to shout out, I did open up for her earlier this year. I know it's not important, but I just want to let you know that once in a life, I used to be a comedian. Going back on track, <laughs> um, I'm really I'm really proud of Issa Rae because I felt like, you know, she's been grinding um, since she first started to get traction on the scene after Awkward Black Girl, and she's just never stopped grinding. And she's just an inspiration to us all, like, I think it shows that consistency pays, networking across pays, and because you don't always have to network up, you know, like Issa Rae networks across, like she right. literally hits up people she know, like her homies, people she went to school with, she worked, may have worked with in the past to get shit done, and look at her now, she's freaking shining and doing her damn thing, so that's something to always remember. Yeah, so that's that's dope. I've learned a lot of lessons from Issa, I think she's amazing, and you know, even though... um one of her, I didn't like one of her movies. I will always respect her. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was so unnecessary. <laughs> I know, I say it because if you listen to the podcast, you did not need to say that. <laughs> but if you listen to the podcast a few episodes ago when I watched Lovebirds, I said I didn't like the movie, and I just wanted to make sure that I'm so consistent. Like you cannot like one project somebody makes, and that does not take away from the fact that you have the utmost respect for somebody. I just wanted to just make sure I wasn't a hypocrite on the podcast. I feel like you're sitting here convincing us like Issa's about to come beat you up or something. Like she doesn't know you and she's not. I'm going to be friends with her. So I just want to make sure that she knows I always stay true. Okay. I'm sure she's not going to hold it against you. I hope not. Oh my gosh. I never said that. It's over for our friendship. um, So the white people are upset. Good. They were mad. I mean, you know, I do fuck with Reese Witherspoon, but they're mad that she wasn't nominated for no Emmys. And it's like, good. Y'all need to know pain. So it's fine. She was good. Now you know what it is to be overlooked. I fuck with you, Reese Witherspoon, but you gotta take the L for your white people. So bye. Um, She wasn't um, nominated, but Tracy Ellis Ross, um, Regina King for Watchmen. Um. As we know, these changes are always a little bit of a platitude. Like, they're more like, okay, we did our part, now shut up. But we're going to still have to keep pushing the envelope. So while I'm really excited for everybody, we still need to push the envelope and representation is still important. This is not a one one, one and done. So I'm happy and I'm, I hope that we get to see more of this across the other award. Like, 
the Grammys and the Oscars and all that. Cause it was so nice to like, I think I got, I saw it on the shade room or something like that to flip through all the slideshows, like everybody's black nominated. Boom. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get too crazy right now, but fuck them awards. Okay. Like it's nice to get to your, to your point. Sometimes it feels like affirmative action. Them award shows, we already know they not really they was never made for us. So I obviously, you know, it's good to get the accolade, but I think it should always be taken with like a grain of salt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I do wanna I do I hear that argument too, like, you know, we shouldn't value these awards, but I also don't want to take away the fact that seeing representation does something for the upcoming generation. Representation is cool, uh, but I also want to teach uh, especially my kids to aspire to create goals and dreams within your own community. I had a comment for you. Okay. Well, I've seen on your Instagram, you know, in the middle of all the quotes that you post, that you went blonde. Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> Blondes have more fun, they tell me. I mean, I've been bored as shit, but they say they have more fun. Wait, you've been bored as a blonde? I feel like your week has been crazy. Don't play has it? I mean, it's up to you if you want to tell people the truth. I mean, I'm not even going to lie. It's how I know I'm getting old. Last weekend, I went to brunch with uh, my old manager and my old co-worker. So I got to this brunch literally at like 1230 something. Mm-hmm. I probably left around four. I did not recover until Monday morning. Wow. <laughs> From Saturday you know, that's how it's after 30. Janae, it's over. It's over. The body hurts. Nothing. We can't be doing none of that whole shit no more. I learned that coloring hair is so expensive. I literally spent so much money that I should not have spent, especially during this pandemic, getting my hair done. Wait, how much is that shit? So I'm just going to say, if Trump is sending that second stimmy, I need him to send it now. Wait, tell me how much it costs. I'm nosy. I don't want to disclose it. Okay, is it two hundred? Something like that. That's not bad. That's not normal for like hair dye. I know, but it's a pandemic, and I'm a single mom, and so oh, I need my second stimmy from Trump. Your budget for the family. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to tweet Trump right now. Like, yo, send me the stimmy. When is it coming out? As a country. If there's one thing we was on board for, it was for the fucking checks. Send the checks. I don't think there's anybody that was like, don't send, just send the check. Keep printing out fake money so we can all pretend that we have money. <laughs> Please. Yo, I think the reason why they're kind of hesitant to send a check is because they fucked up big time with the first check. What do you think? Wait, what do you they think? sent like, because they sent like thousands of dollars or millions of dollars to like dead people, like motherfuckers that didn't even exist. I think they're trying to figure out a better method of determining who should get it and how much should they get and just trying to make sure that they're not just giving an excess amount of money away to people that don't really need it. Because people are out here fronting with a stimmy check. You know I was one of them. <laughs> Man, people be like, yo, I see what you're doing to the crib. Like, you inspire me. I'm like, baby, that is a stimmy and unemployment. Okay. 
See, people out here fronting with this stimmy check. What did you send me? Didn't you send me something about a guy from Florida that used like a Lambo? Yo, he. I mean, that bought a Lambo with the COVID money? Yeah, he uses emergency, emergency relief funds to buy a Lambo. See, this is why the government don't be fucking with us. <laughs> <laughs> it is people like that that just fucks it up for everybody. Janae, all right, let's backtrack though. Let's backtrack. Let's backtrack. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real honest and vulnerable. <clears throat> you ready? Okay. Okay. At the beginning of this year, before I knew that March 13th was the last day I was gonna live my life, I was broke as shit. I was broke. And I really, it was a point where I was like, yo, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Because, you know, I'm a comedian, so, like, I'm not rich. Like, and I'm not where I need to be, you know, so I was broke. So when the when the pandemic first happened, I was really upset. I'm like, this is a stupid-ass career decision. Like, I don't even have no job security. I have nothing saved up. It's over. Like, it's really over. Then the stimmy checks came. Okay, a glance of hope. Then unemployment. Okay, I was making more than I was before. Then this fucking, um, I got a small business loan. I was like, you know what? If this pandemic is real or fake, whatever is happening to my situation right now, I don't know. It's really fucking me up because it really has been a blessing. My credit score went up. I paid off some of my student loans. I just, it feels bad. I feel much better, even though there's a pandemic, that I have money. So I don't know that, I don't know where that conversation was going, but I feel like what's the problem if all of us feel good about life? Like, why can't we just all feel good? Send the checks. I think you can feel good about life without spending your relief money on a Lamborghini. Okay, my bad. That's taking feeling good about life to an extreme. But, you know, here we are, Janine. July-ish. July-ish. I know, I know. And, um, we, started, uh, we started the pandemic in different places. I know we always reference the fact that you used to be happy, and I was super <laughs> <laughs> Like you say all the time. Well, I'm happy again. And I, you know, I'm done dating in general. Like dating is trash. I'm I'm over it. I don't want to date anymore. I feel you. I'm on the same boat. Like, I just think I have anxiety. And I don't do well because like I don't do well in the in in the initial phase, right? Like I feel like I do well with people that know me long term. Cause they get to know that some of the things that I do is just like, oh, that's just her, that's just her mood swing for the day. Like, I'ma just ignore her and come back to it, it'll be fine. But I think if you don't know me, if you don't have that rapport, you take it a little bit more intense. I I literally, like, mentally, I can't even think about dating right now. Uh, and it's like, obviously, I still want to get married. But if I marry somebody, if I date somebody, I'm letting them know right up. If you're not trying to be my husband, get out of my face. <laughs> That's what you're saying on the first date? A first date. Whenever I feel comfortable dating again... Do you want to be my husband or not? Right. Do you want to crack these eggs or not? Because for me, I don't want to crack eggs. My eggs and my ovaries are good. Oh, I are you going to put a ring on it or not? I, I, <laughs> that's all I want to know. Let me tell you something. I've learned to love my solitude. I love my solitude. I love my alone time. But like, if you're going to awaken the internal beast inside of me, the love that I have in my heart, don't wake me up unless you want to fucking be loved, okay? That's yes, because if you want to be loved, don't talk to me. I was fine. Pew, 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 fine. Pew. Don't talk to me. In February, Janae, in February, there was this guy that like I was kind of talk- not talking to, but like when he when I met him two years ago, he we had a yo, we was vibing. 
vibing. I was like, wow, like I feel like I've known this guy forever. Like he feels like a friend. Like if you, you know, like the shit that people say that you're so mad supposed to feel like. That's what it felt like. Like a dumb bitch. I was like, you know what? He's perfect. He went back to where he was from, and I felt like the 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 tempo of the conversation changed a little bit. Granted, there's some distance, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna play it cool because I'm not a crazy bitch no more. I'm gonna play it so breezy, so breezy. And then, like, after a week, I noticed that he wasn't giving me that energy that he was giving me when he was here in person. I was like, yo, I did everything right. I smiled. I looked cute. I wasn't crazy. I was so normal. And come to find out, he had a girlfriend. Okay. He said it was complicated. All right. Heard you. So I was like, you know what? It seems like you need some time for yourself. Like, I'm like, do what you got to do. Like, I'm cool. I'm living my own life. I leave him alone for a year. Comes back around. Doing the same kind of high energy shit. Talk about it's still complicated. I was like, all right, you know, I'm not a crazy bitch no more. I'm, a, I'm understanding. I'm going to just let you rock. In February, he comes back around. And now he has to change the story a little bit. Because, you know, if you don't change the story, he's not getting no vagina. So he's like, we broke up. So, a.k.a. he lied. So, point of the story is that I wrote him this massive message. Because don't wake me up. Don't tell me. Don't try to wake up the love in me if you don't want to receive it. Okay? Cause that was fine. I was fine. I have forgot you existed. So that should be pissing me off. Like I hate when men do that shit. Like don't wake me up unless you want to get some fucking love. Okay. Whew. I'm so happy there was a point to that story. <laughs> Yo, this fucking. Yeah. <laughs> So say when you be venting about the same dude over and over again. One I'm just fucking kidding. Oh my god. Hey. I'm just. I can't. I'm kidding. I told you I'm a funny comedian. That's Stop. What you say, but I, I haven't. But, <laughs> nah, but that's a fact, though. That's a fact. Like, I feel like first of all. I'm not talking to anybody who says it's complicated because I don't want no complications. Okay. Right. I'm looking for a smooth ride and not that I think relationships are easy. You know, you got, obviously got to put on work, but if from day one, you talk about the shit is complicated. Nah, bruh, bruh. I gotta go. <laughs> like, are you down? Don't play with my time. I don't like it. I'm but yeah, here. I feel like that's what my ex did. I feel like he woke me up and he wasn't ready to be loved. He definitely woke you all the way up. He woke up every part of your bone and body. <laughs> so now, shut up. Now that I got to shut down because I don't like being vulnerable. Like, it's like I was, I had opened up a little bit last week and now I'm like, I don't know, I feel like the texting, the energy has changed a little bit. And I take, I don't know, maybe I'm taking it personal, but I, I'm just like, let's just be friends because I don't have, I just don't have another relationship or like love inside of me unless I feel like it's going to work. And that's just how I feel. And if anybody disagrees with me, you can suck my dick. Oh, wow. That was really aggressive. Uh, but I don't even think it matters because you be out here living your best life. Wait, where did you go? Here we go. Here. What are you talking about? You were like, weren't you like on a yacht or something? No, nah, it was just like a, 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 one of the, what's that shit called? Like a, a canopy. Is that what it's called? Oh, you were in a canopy. Okay. Yeah. I seen you with the bikini on. You was poolside. I'm like, oh, okay. I see Glory out here living her best life while I'm sitting on my great couch in the Bronx. So let's discuss because you brought it up 10 times. So <laughs> I have a question, right? We all, and I think we've spoken about this before, how we have different friends. We all have 
we have friends and then we have diff like sometimes friends that we see not so often or whatever. Do you feel like you need to invite all your friends to all your gatherings? Like what what's the no invite rules? Talk to me about it, Janae. Because I see you I, mean, I see you every week with, I, with your family doing parties and I don't be getting no invite. And I'm like, you know what? I respect the boundaries that we have in our friendship. Wow, now you're trying to insinuate that I don't respect boundaries? No, I'm just saying, like, sometimes I do feel a way that you don't invite me nowhere. And I'm like, you know what? As a grown-ass woman... Glory, I literally don't even go anywhere, okay? Hey, but so the last only- week, every, ever since the pandemic started, you had girls' night, you had movie night, you went to the Poconos, you had to go to Atlantic City. I invited you to the Poconos, honey, and you spent your stimulus check on that whack ass wallpaper, and you couldn't come to the fucking Poconos, okay? Wow. You know what I heard? And that is not my fault. I received that. <laughs> and I invited you to the last cookout, and you was like, I don't know. And it's right. I was like, for Juneteenth, I'm out. This is for the this is for the culture. Then a random Saturday, like we is a pandemic. So then you can't say I don't invite you nowhere if you always complaining about the pandemic. Well, anyways, yesterday I got I got hit up several times, like, wow, where you at? I'm pulling up, like why you didn't invite me. And it just be people that I never talked to talking about why you didn't invite me. You know why I didn't invite you. I don't wanna be I don't wanna be compared to those people, okay? Because and to be fair, I would invite you. If you want to come to Girls Night, you could come, but I just feel like you didn't know them, so I didn't know if you'd be comfortable. Now you wanna send me a pity invite? No, it's not a pity invite, but Glory, you be mad lazy. It's not that. I just don't like people sometimes. Exactly. So you want me to invite you to a house full of people when you don't like what I'm people? Saying, it's like, we don't have to invite everybody to everything. But I like people. Okay. but it's like, And then on top of that, like, I think sometimes, and obviously this is not about you, but sometimes we have different kinds of friends, right? That don't, you don't know the personalities that are going to mesh well together. And if you invite somebody... And, like, they don't like each other, then it's a whole, like, it's a thing. And I don't got time for things. Like, I really pull up to things dolo solo. I, I think I'm a universal friend. I would and say for the most I, part. Let me think about that. I get along with pretty much everybody. There hasn't been one person. And I've met your other friends before. But I feel like, I feel like I'm that one friend that's, like, a universal friend. Because I know how to get along with everybody. Okay, Janae, you know what? I will try to invite you to the next thing. <laughs> no, I feel like we Did you guys hear that? She just said she was going to try to invite me. <laughs> no, I just feel like sometimes you want to have a vibe and you don't want to invite everybody. Yeah, that's fine. No, but I want to know how you feel about that. Like, do you feel like you have to invite everybody? Because sometimes, let's say, for example, like when one of us pops off, probably me, like when I have the screening party for my film. <laughs> I was kidding. I was kidding. When I have the screening party, it's okay to drink. I'm not inviting everybody. Of course not. You invite the people that you fuck with. But that's the, that's the thing. I feel like if people feel like if you don't invite them, they think that you don't fuck with them. It's also like, I just am not as close with you. Or like, this is not an environment where I think you would have flourished. Or like, I feel like I would have had baby. Uh, she's trying to say I wouldn't have flourished. I'm not talking about you, Janae. I told you I'm not, I was a plus one. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I've never, right, somebody I'm, invited me somewhere, I've never invited somebody. I've, I've just never been that person. Like, if somebody invites me somewhere, I'm not going to invite somebody else. But if it's my, if I feel like I put it together, then I'll invite people. But I've never invited people. Yeah. Is that weird? 
Well, I, I'm kind of that way. And I think for me, it just depends on the type of event. So like, if it's something where I feel comfortable with that person and their crowd, like if you invite me somewhere, I don't feel the need to bring extra people, even if I don't know your friends like that. But if it's somebody else that maybe I don't really know like that, I haven't really hung out with them that much, then I might ask, like if it's a party or a gathering, I might ask like, oh, is it okay if I bring like one of my friends? I feel like I'm, so I do the opposite. I'm like, if I'm comfortable with you, bitch, I'm bringing an extra friend. Like this is my friend. We all get along. But if I don't really know the person like that and they invited me, I, and I don't know, if I don't know I'm gonna notice somebody there, I just don't invite somebody. I just roll dolo. And if I don't like it, I just be like, oh, I'm about to leave. Heard you. Here we go. Here we go. Janae's heartbroken several ways. Her friend doesn't invite her to the pool. Her man doesn't love her. It's a lot for Janae this week. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I think we talked to these people enough. And I want to save the rest of my energy for episode 14. Wow, we really, we really committed. All right, y'all, that's our episode for today. We'll be back next week, Friday. Make sure y'all tune in. And make sure you also follow us on Instagram, Bitch Vibes and Overdrives. I know my English is bad, but y'all know how to spell that. Yes, get all them updates, everything that's dropping. Let's continue to go through it and glow up together. Okay. It's RVO, bitches.